You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy-laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Welcome back to Gospel-Centered Rest. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been going through a series on marriage through 1 Peter. This week, the sermon was about 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, and regards to why winsomely and wise headship. Two weeks ago, we talked about the image of God. Last week, we talked about wives and submission. So this week, it was only natural we talked about headship. Pastor David, what does it mean to lead winsomely and wisely? Yeah, um... I would have, I would not have used the word winsome because I don't know how many people, it's just not a common word today, but it was a W and wise is a W. So that's how we got there. Alliteration. Exactly. Um, but it means attractive and uh, wise. And the reason why I use both of those is, first of all, uh, a lot of people don't see headship or submission as winsome. They, they see it as a battleground. Um, they see it either as a place to be defeated or to defeat the other person. And there is nothing winsome or attractive about that. So we know that God created marriage beautiful. And we know that the roles that he gives are beautiful. And therefore, they should be attractive. So if either our submission or our headship is not attractive, then we're missing the biblical concept. Or if we're talking about it in a way <clears throat> excuse me, that um, doesn't sound very attractive or is demeaning or devaluing the other person, it's not attractive. Uh, so winsome. And then secondly, wise, uh, it's complicated. And I think this is one of my big issues with myself, maybe, <laughs> and the church is <clears throat> we just try and give simple answers uh, to very, uh, and, and, and so we just say to couples, well, this is what headship is and follow these 10 things. It, it really is not that simple. Um, it, it takes a lot of wisdom to live out the Christian faith. And I think if we're just looking for simple answers, we will have unattractive either submission or headship. Mm. But if there's wise headship, um, like 1 Peter 3, 7 is, is extremely wise. It's an incredibly wise verse. That makes, um, that allows us not to live within the realm of what someone else said headship was, but living out in the context of our relationship um, wise headship, wise submission. And I really like the concept of winsome and I, this could be totally wrong because I haven't looked up the definition, but to me, winsome means you're trying to win someone over. Like you're trying to, you're, you're trying to improve and gain the respect and the love of somebody. So to me, winsome makes complete sense there. And I do like the fact that you've included wisdom because I think you're so right. Like we can have 10 steps, but each relationship is different because the partners are different in that relationship. And so applying the principles, you just need a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I just want to, before we go anywhere, I just want to make sure we are having Eva back on the podcast. So we want to introduce you. So thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. It's all good for chiming in, but hey, um, but we're going to introduce you formally. Um, but it's interesting. We're talking about, you know, you know, marriage mm-hmm. in this time. It's an interesting time where, you know, everyone's stuck at home. It's it's an odd time. You know, you, you're probably going to tell your kids. I'm probably going to tell my kids, actually, yeah. that, you know, this was a time where we almost had to spend a whole year indoors and avoiding people. <laughs> um, it was an interesting summer. 
Um, but it, it can give us a good time to examine our marriages, um, examine relationships. You know, it's it's a weird time where, you know, you can see where people are struggling mm-hmm. um, and it's just very apparent. Why is that such an interesting time to talk about this? Mm-hmm. Eva? Um, so I just wanted to say that, like, and and be honest with the fact that, yeah, it, it's an interesting time, but it also can be a very challenging time to talk about this because headship and submission themselves can be really challenging. Um, we were kind of forewarned in scripture or very early on, right in Genesis three, you know, it talks about how, especially for women, you, your desire will be for your husband, yet he will rule over you. We're, we're given that hint right at the very early onset that relationships are going to be challenging. And, and for some people living through this, this unique COVID time, uh, it's just really exacerbating some of those challenges in their relationships. And so like, we do want to respect that. And we do want to acknowledge that this is not, this is not easy. And it's not easy to hear sometimes some of these messages where you're, you're just being confronted in your daily life with where you're falling short. And then on Sundays, it's just kind of being reiterated that, yeah, I, you know, I'm not the person in this relationship that I should be, or, you know, this is really highlighting that my spouse isn't who he or she should be. And and that's really hard to go through. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's just a number of, I mean, I think it's always difficult, but like you say that the amount of time that, um, some couples are spending together, that they're just not used to spending together. Um, and then you add onto that, the added stress of maybe having children around young children, uh, the pressures of that, the pressures of maybe not being, not having a job, uh, maybe health issues. Um, and it just, when it all comes together, really almost the last thing we want to be talking about is headship and submission. And that's why Sunday morning, I really tried to, um, or I tried, I did, um, start the message with uh, context. Um, And part of the the beauty of headship and submission in a marriage is, I think it's even presented in scripture where we're not going to figure this out perfectly. Mm -hmm. It's it's something that grows into a marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not, it's not, sometimes people say, well, you're just not a good husband or you're not a good wife. Um, and that's really a secondary question in my understanding, because the first question is, are we good friends right now? Mm-hmm. Because f- sometimes friendships just struggle. Um, and we value one another on whether they're doing their, the, the headship or the submission or the husband or the wife part. And I think you come back <laughs> to its very initial stage and God, um, God set up Adam and Eve and marriage to complete one another. Um, there's just something that's missing. And that completion really is a good definition of friendship. So even if you're mm-hmm. single, you can have friends that you're not married to, but they they complete you. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about multiple friendships is um, you have multiple people that, like for single people, you just have multiple people that complete your life. So people say, oh, I'm not married. But you have, you're able to be completed by others um, that bring a level of fulfillment. And with marriage, we know that it's a covenant and it's, it's, it's just that much more intense in that sense because of the oneness. Um, but being able to say during these difficult times, okay, yes, we're husband and wife, but we're first of all friends. And that's why whether it's submission or headship, it actually starts with worship. Mm-hmm. Um, submission is first of all worship. Um, we saw that in First Peter 3 with pure and reverent lives. It's Submission will never work if, um, if it doesn't start with worship. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is to honor God. Um, as I seek to 
love my husband. And then headship starts with worship. Um, you know, live with your wives. That's a, that's a, that's a very worship statement because that's what Christ did. He lived with us. Mm -hmm. He knew us. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. he, he served us, he led us and that's worship. Um, and so, uh, when we talk about some of the challenges and it's raw, being able to t sometimes being able to take a step back and say, okay, we don't have it all figured out, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Cause God does. And the gospel does. And, um, God will help us through this. So let's, let's just really work on our friendship. Um, and, and, and figure some of that out, Eva. And I really like the fact that you brought in the whole covenant part of this as well, because not only is it a friendship, it's a friendship that's committed for the long haul. And so taking that long range view, like, yeah, this, maybe it's been a couple of challenging weeks or a couple of challenging months, but when you just can take that deep breath, step back, evaluate the friendship and just say it, like, it's okay. This is the long haul. We we're committed to one another. We're committed to worshiping God to falling in love with God again and just falling in love with each other, just working on those, on those things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think sometimes we get really intense when we're hearing these messages, like we've got to get it all right. And I think you're absolutely right. Like it's good to just say, you know yeah. what? The foundation is, is he, we have the foundation. So it's okay. We might have a few cracks to repair or a wall to break down here or add a window here, but the foundation of the house yeah. is good and we're okay. And sanctification is, is that process. And mm -hmm. actually, again, I just want to point people to Timothy Keller with Kathy Keller, the meaning of marriage book. And, um, they, they do talk about that because the next generation comes and says, uh, well, why do we need a piece of paper? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing great right now. But that's, it's, they, they write in a chapter, they say, you know, it, it is, and it is true. It's a covenant mm -hmm. and within a promise and vows, you find freedom. Mm -hmm. Like I am not going to give up on this relationship mm -hmm. because we made a covenant and because we have vows. And sometimes that's all that sustained people for a while. Yeah. Um, but they're glad, mm -hmm. um, all things being equal, wise, winsome, all of, all of the, you know, the things that you want to add to that, but all things being equal, it, it, it gives you space to work things out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Christians aren't good at that. They, they expect just because you name the name of Christ, you got to get it right. Mm -hmm. But we take a long time to get things right. It makes uh, me, makes me think of parenting. I remember, uh, so often you would say to me, you know, I, I discipline one of the kids and I'm like, Oh man, I'm disciplining them again. Like, and you just say it's process. It's a process. You know, we, even with our God, our father, we take so long sometimes to get things through our mind and just allowing that space to know that because our foundation and our commitment is there, it's okay to give one another time to work through the process mm -hmm. and to be gracious with that. Yeah. And speaking of that process, you know, there are going to be people who are going to be sh looking at, you know, this biblical version of headship and they might be struggling. They might look at themselves and say, oh my goodness, what do I do specifically? So what can help grow and embrace this, this type of headship in their relationship? Yeah, I think I, I, I would probably just say two things based on Sunday morning's message, mm -hmm. because the Bible deals with this in various places. So there's lots that, that can be said and you try and put this together as, as best that you can. Um, but first Peter three is first Peter three. It's not first Peter one or two. And I think that may be like really obviously, and you think, man, he is just brilliant at math. And I'd say, I'd like to say, thank you so much for that compliment. <laughs> First time where you ever <laughs> in my life, someone said that to me. But Peter doesn't start off with, you know, he doesn't start off with slavery. He doesn't start off with the government. He doesn't start off with marriage. Um, he starts off with the 
understanding the some of the blessings of God and then talking about holiness and then talking about drinking in the word um, and and the word being such a significant part and then our identity in Christ so you know we are um, we are priests we are um, just all of these things that we are in Christ um, that's how we understand marriage uh, we don't we don't understand marriage apart from that so so peter's actually so somebody says oh, oh man i just really struggle with you know being a wife or, or being a husband uh one peter one and two just like in, in ephesians uh five it talks about headship and submission in marriage so you have you have four chapters uh preparing you for what it is to be in a marriage uh, which is absolutely astounding and same thing happens with peter uh, god's word is written with such perfect uh, intention of when we arrive at that chapter we're ready uh, not ready to do it perfectly but we're ready to live it out so if somebody comes to me and says I'm not that kind of leader or I wish my husband was that kind of leader or I wish I was like that kind of wife um, I think initially or first to say that God's God's not making you like someone else God is preparing you through his word to be at that moment with that person to work through those things that he calls you to work through. The second thing that I would say is in terms of the message Sunday morning, uh, if someone is struggling with, say, for example, what headship, I'm not that kind of leader. Um, I would just work through the, the, the four um, aspects of, head, of leadership, headship that we talked about. Are you pursuing your wives in mm -hmm. an understanding way? That's very, very practical. Or are you uh, protecting? And we talked about as a weaker partner um, in, in understanding that because it's built on understanding our wives. So who is my wife? Um, I, I can't protect her unless I know who she is and what she needs to be protected from. So certain marriages, it might be one thing. Other marriages, it might be another. And then um, am I praising her and am I pray, praying for her? biblically that that's that's headship and that's that's a good place to start we want to make it so complex and so much like other people but that's not what peter does peter says are you protecting pursuing praising and praying and, and just start with those four simple but profound things and what i like about how you structured that answer is that those first four chapters of Ephesians and those first chapters of, of one Peter, they actually talk about our identity and our worth and our value. And so often in our culture, we get it wrong where we think our identity and worth and value is on how other people treat us or comparing ourselves to others. Like you, like you hinted at in your answer, but really our identity and worth and value is being created in the image of God. He created us perfectly. He created us with this unique skill set, unique personality, not like somebody else. And then not only has he created us and he's brought us to himself and in bringing us to himself, like that's where all our worth and all our value is, is settled before we even get to talking about relationships. So that guards against, I'm not finding my worth and my value in defining myself as a wife or as a husband. I'm finding my worth and my value, first of all, in Christ. And not, and, and then that, that gives me the strength then to live out my role. Yeah. They, our, our identity in Christ and then the character of Christ. Mm -hmm. So even before we get to headship and submission, if, if headship looks anything unlike Jesus, it's just not 
biblical headship. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in First Peter chapter 2, verse 1, so rid yourself of all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all slander. You just think if that was taken out of a relationship mm-hmm. um, out of, and neither headship nor submission look like that. Mm-hmm. And and then, like we'll talk about this Sunday morning, Lord willing, um, in, it goes on to say in chapter 3, verse 8, um, all of you should be like-minded and sympathetic, should love believers and be compassionate and humble. So the, 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 the way the war that's being waged is malice, deceit, hypocrisy, all of that being built into a relationship. And Peter says, you got to counter that um, with being like-minded, sympathetic, love, compassionate, humble, um, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult. And so that's the character that grows, whether it's submission or headship or just in a friendship. Yeah, and I think it's beautiful. Like you said, if, if headship doesn't look like Jesus, it's not real headship. But the same can be said about submission. Like if submission doesn't look like Jesus and how Jesus submitted to the Father, and like like Keller's wife said, you know, playing that Jesus role. I loved that. I, I don't know how many times I think of that little phrase. It's so helpful. But if submission doesn't look like Jesus, then it's not submission either. So it's just beautiful. Actually, in both roles, we're just called to reflect Christ to one another. Yeah, and Jesus fulfills both roles in in an amazing way Mm -hmm. that always inspires us where he honors submission Mm -hmm. and where he honors servant leadership uh and and that's you know that at the end of our day the end of the day is our prayer so that kind of brings us into our next question which is you know what do you say to the people who feel that i just want to give up like i can't live like jesus i can't did you fill that role yeah um that's such a good question because it's true I, and and I think there are, there are many times where we want to give up on a lot of things because it's difficult. But I I wonder if a beginning place is just to have that conversation with your spouse. Um, if it's if if conversations you can have a safe conversation. Uh, we structure relationships and and sometimes the books are written about relationships where you have to be strong. You have to be more than you are and being able, understanding grace to say, I'm actually less than I am and I'm weaker (laughs) and I don't get this. Um, and it might be because you were brought up completely differently or you understood marriage completely differently. And it's just, you're just disillusioned with marriage and all of that right now. And, I think a lot of when, when, when you're at the point of giving up, it's almost, that's when conversations stop, but it's actually, that's the point where conversation should begin. And if we came to Christ in weakness, um, the gospel allows weakness so we can have weak conversations our our, our vulnerable, weak conversations with one another and say, I'm, I'm just really tired of the fights that this causes. Um, what is it about me? Um, help me um, as, as I seek to help you. Yeah. Now we are starting to run a little lower on time. So I'm just going to ask you guys this final question. And we had a similar question when we talked last week, and it was about the challenges and the blessings of submission. But what are the challenges or the blessings of being in a marriage as a friendship? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah. I mean, some of the challenges, especially just in the context of our conversations right now, is we can we can view ourselves in terms of our role. Well, I'm I'm the I'm the wife, not the wife. 
I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say that after Sunday. Well done. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm David's wife. I'm the mother of the kids. Here's my to-do list, you know, and, and we look at ourselves in terms of, you know, maybe I'm just more task oriented, but we can look at ourselves. What do our roles require of us and keep ourselves very busy with that rather than saying, okay, no, no. Who am I in terms of relationship with my kids or with my husband? And, and how do I make sure I, I carve carve out time again it sounds like a to-do list but you know how do I make sure I'm, I'm cultivating relationship not just worrying about roles or about taking care of the kids or other things yeah and and that's that's one Peter one and two before we get to marriage it's all about relationship mm-hmm. our relationship with Christ and, and how we figure that out and I think that's such a good point where if, if it's just about headship or submission and trying to understand roles it will, it will not be a very good relationship. Um, but in the context of friendship, uh, and I think one of the, one of the greatest blessings of a friendship is not getting it right and the freedom to not Mm -hmm. get it right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the security to know that that person will love you and care for you, Mm -hmm. will seek to protect your weaknesses, um, emphasize your strengths. And so, uh, that's, in, 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 a, in a covenant binding relationship, that is the beauty that we can, we can be ourselves. And we know that that's just a definition of sanctification, that I will live out my, in, with all my sins and with all my weaknesses in the presence of someone who may at times struggle to love me, um, but continues to love me. Uh, and that's, um, it, it's, it's, it's just a greater place of rest than trying to be someone that we're not. Um, and then I think finally, the the last thing for me is in friendship, uh, there just needs to be a lot of encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how the world tries to crush us, how, um, you know, Satan tries to crush us. And the um, we have this opportunity to be this tremendous blessing in one another's lives and to seek to just encourage mm-hmm. one another. So if people are struggling, have an honest conversation. Um, it's not about the roles ultimately. It's about the relationship. The roles are lived out in the relationship. The relationship is the emphasis, as Eva said. And then finally, how do we encourage one another as we live in our weaknesses? That is a incredible blessing of friendship. That's awesome. You know, it, it is times like COVID can really highlight just the challenges of life. So just thank you both for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Jothan. Um, yeah, and First Peter has so much to offer when it comes mm-hmm. to talking about marriage, submission, headship, and all of this. And it can really help you just have just gospel-centered rest at the end of the yeah, day. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.